All right, Wednesday, May 13th, 2020. Um, and uh, what you're getting ready to hear in a few moments is a clip um, from a sermon that uh, was preached maybe five or six years ago. Uh, we were working through the I am statements of the Bible, right? Jesus is going to make seven of them in the gospel of John. And it's this whole thing where God introduces himself as I am. Uh, and basically Jesus comes in and in John, Jesus is completing the sentence so that people would have more of a sense of who God is. Um, and the reason why I chose this clip is because it's the very first time that God reveals uh, himself as I am to Moses. And he speaks into a very specific context of Moses's heartache and trouble and the timely truth that God gives to him there is the timelessness of who he is, the fact that he doesn't change. And I just thought that would be so helpful for us today as some of us are facing these huge problems in real time to be reminded that sometimes the encouragement that we need for the present that we're in right now is the timeless truth about God, that he doesn't change. So you can rest and be reminded that he's just as good today as he was yesterday, as he will be tomorrow. Enjoy, and we'll talk again. I love you. But this does not just tell us that he's here and he exists. But this term, I am, means that as sure as God exists and he's perfect, he doesn't change. So you can read this as, I am that I am, or I will be what I will be. Or I am right now what I will be. I will be what I have been. I am right now what I have been. And what I will be is what I always have been. God doesn't change. Listen, listen, listen. When you and I think of perfection, we're uh, acquainted with it here in this life. We, we, we know and we have a sense of what perfection is. What we don't have a sense of is enduring perfection. We know what it is to try to get folks to take a picture and say, all right, that's perfect. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Ah, you messed it up. We know what it's like to cook, right, and to taste soup and to say, ah, this is perfect. And then somebody comes and they throw a little more uh, parsley in it and you're like, ah, you just messed it up. And we know what things are like to be perfect and ideal, but what we don't have a category for is something being perfect and staying that way, not being able to mess up, not eroding. You may buy a house now, but 30 years from now, it will erode and break down. When God says, I am that I am, or I will be what I have been. He says, I'm perfect right now, and I'm not going to change. And so what that does is it, is it, it increases our dependence on God. It helps us to see that we serve a God that is unchangeable, and he can be de depended on. At the end of verse 15, 
he says this, say to the people of Israel, the Lord, the God of your fathers, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob has sent me to you. And look, this is my name forever. And thus I am to be remembered throughout all generations. So from now until the end of time, what God has done is he's linked his name with these three men. Which gives us something of a sense of what God was in the past. That in this we see two things. And the very first one is this. God is a God of failures. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob failed royally. All of them. God links his name with them and says that he doesn't change so that none of us here in this room would think we are presently disqualified from relationship with God because this is the same God that was a God of these three guys that failed in ways that some of us in this room have not. Not only is he a God of failures, but he's a God of the frustrated. Do you know what these three have in common? All of them longed and prayed and asked God for years for children. And they suffered with infertility for years. And not just infertility, but infertility on the heels of God saying, I'm going to give you a boatload. Your name is father of many nations. And while everybody around them is prospering, these people that are supposed to trust in the faithfulness of God find themselves frustrated, grasping, and waiting for God to do what he said that he would do. Now, it may not be kids for y'all in here, but it's something. Do you know what it feels like to be frustrated, waiting for God to come and act? God says forever, I want you to know that I'm still this same God that brought these failures and guys that were frustrated out of their failures and frustrations. I saw them all. I came in and intervened on their behalf. And more than that, I brought them into relationship with me.